This is the Pursuit of Wellness podcast, and I'm your host, Mari Llewellyn. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Pursuit of Wellness podcast. My name is Mari. I'm hopping on the mic today to answer all of your questions, the juiciest, most personal questions. I literally haven't even looked yet, but you guys had a ton. I had a quick glance and I saw some really, really interesting ones. It's, I feel like you guys know me on such a deeper level now because of the podcast. So the questions are very detail oriented and very like, (laughs) it's so funny reading them because I'm like, oh my gosh, they know everything. So I am really excited to hop in today and answer your questions. And um, this is one of those really organic episodes where I haven't prepared. Um, I don't have my outline like I normally do. I'm really just going into this um, organically and candidly. So before I hop in, I will say I am, uh, I wasn't sure if I was going to I wasn't sure if I was going to talk about this on the podcast, but I'm definitely not starting the day on the most bright foot. I'm feeling a little bit of a mess right now. I've been crying a majority of the day thus far. I've got coffee on my shirt. I'm just feeling like a little bit down in the dumps and um, mostly because I took, you know, I've been talking to you guys about my fertility journey and before I talk about it I will say Greg and I have only really been trying now for three months which I know is like no time at all and this type of thing can take time but I did not anticipate how emotional the journey of trying to get pregnant is and I'm only about three months in and I got another negative pregnancy test this morning And I haven't really talked about that too much yet, but I feel like every time I get a no, it it just brings up a lot. And it's not necessarily because I'm like wanting it to happen right away. I am, that is part of it, but it's like a deeper feeling. It brings up sort of this feeling of a lack of control. And I'm definitely someone who has learned that control is like safety. So letting go of that control is really hard for me. And then it kind of brings up like, I don't know, just deeper things from my past. And it's a whole, it is a whole journey. And I spent the morning kind of talking to friends about it and, you know, reaching out for help and getting some really good guidance and just learning to kind of have faith and confidence that it will happen when it's supposed to. And this is such a learning lesson for me because I am someone who thrives from control and and, um, dictating the outcome of whatever I take on. So I just wanted to share because I know so many of you listening are in in a similar boat. Either you're trying to get pregnant or I don't know, maybe you've been there before, but it really kind of sits in my head um, more than I expected it to and makes me feel like I'm doing something wrong even though I'm not Um, and I didn't want to post about it on social media I probably would never talk about this on social media because that's when you get an outpouring of like advice that you don't really want like I kind of know what I'm supposed to be doing. We've seen specialists, we're doing all the right things. Um, 
we're both super healthy it's more of just like a it needs to be the perfect moment type thing and I also am aware that I've probably been too obsessive about the process so it's a learning lesson for me and I thought I would share it on here because it's something that I don't hear people talk about a lot and I get why um, because it is so personal and kind of heart-wrenching every single month um but before we get into the episode I wanted to talk about that and be real with you guys because that is the point of the show and that's the point of having a platform in my eyes is like if I'm not being real and sharing the challenges I'm going through then what's the point so I wanted to share that and I did see some questions about fertility so I wanted to talk about that before we hop into the questions and I will continue to share as much as I like am emotionally able to with the journey and uh things that we're doing and trying I just started taking inositol powder for egg health and Greg is doing all the things on his end to help with his sperm motility which I just learned about and yeah we're, we're not far along enough yet to where I'm like panicking but I just am so ready for this chapter that it does make me a little bit sad but I know so many women go through this so it helps that I have people I can talk to so on that note let's hop into some questions I want to hear from you guys and see what you're asking um and yeah let's see what you guys want to know oh also before I hop into questions I thought maybe I'll just do a little life update right now just got back from London we were in the UK me Fee Greg and Leo for the British Bloom launch which I have to say was absolutely incredible I just want to say to everyone who came whether you were at the influencer event we did or the community meetup I had the best time. It was such a full circle moment for me to go back to my home country and meet. I I didn't really expect the amount of people we had. I'm not going to lie. Like I thought maybe we'd have like 30 people, 200 people came and I spent three minutes talking, three minutes plus talking to every single person that came. And it was amazing to hear where you guys are from, what you do, your journey, I met people from Lithuania, Greece, Italy, Germany, Switzerland. London's amazing in that way where there's so many different cultures. Someone from my school that I grew up going to in England came and I immediately recognized her and we had this amazing moment of like, look how far we've come. So it really was such a special event. And I just want to say thank you to the UK girlies for supporting and coming out there for me. It meant the absolute world and it was so special. If you are listening and you're in the UK, Bloom is now available on Amazon and on our website. No crazy shipping like they used to be. And soon we will be in stores. So stay tuned for that. Those are my little updates for right now. I'm back in Austin for a couple of days and then I'm jetting off to LA to film some podcast episodes. We have some really great guests coming. So that is very exciting. Let's do some questions. Let's have some fun. Can you give us an idea of your home theme and color scheme? I see green, gorgeous. Okay, so for those of you who don't know, I posted on my Instagram, um, I had a meeting with our interior designer for our new house here in Austin. I am so excited to start this project because I feel like I'm coming at it from a place of not 
rushing and I also feel like I understand my personal style so much more now than I did in Venice. In Venice, I kind of was like, you know, let the designer do whatever she wanted, went with her style, but I kind of ended up feeling like disconnected from the house a little bit, even though it was so gorgeous and she did an amazing job. So with this designer, I went into it saying, you know, I'm from the UK. My family is in the English countryside. I grew up going to the Cotswolds. I want to have that sort of quintessential English feel, like the English pub, the equestrian vibes, the horses, the hunting, like that kind of um, aesthetic, if that makes sense. But then I also really want to lean into our new journey in Texas. You guys know I love I love horses and I love ranches and farms and that kind of like Texas energy. So we are bringing together the English countryside and the Texas ranch and making it our house. And because the house is so bright and contemporary, we feel like we can get away with some darker, cozier colors. So that's the energy we're going for. We're going to have some like greens, some hide, some, some plaid, like a little bit of Ralph Lauren in there. I'm so excited. We're actually going to round top furniture, um, the round top furniture festival. Like it's a huge furniture, um, vintage furniture sale in round top Texas. It's a couple hours from Austin and you basically go cash in hand and source furniture. And it's apparently insane, like warehouses and warehouses and warehouses of beautiful furniture like wooden from France but you get good deals on everything so I'm really excited and I don't feel like we need to rush because this is our like forever house so yeah I feel really good about that thanks for asking why did you guys move to Austin hugs and good luck with the new chapter I feel like I have answered this a few times now so I don't want to be repetitive but because we're ready to start a family, we did not want to raise our kids in LA. And then also we had a business partnership happen recently with Bloom and Nutribolt. And Nutribolt is based out here in Austin. So we came to work more closely with them. And it was just the time we were ready for it. Why doesn't Lulu appear as much in your content? People always point this out. And it's so funny to me because Lulu is just such a part of my soul like I don't think people realize how much Lulu is always with me like she sleeps with us she's always by my side she's such a like she's my angel dog you know like I got her when I was in such a bad place and she's been with me through everything we always make the joke that she started from the bottom with us and now like Arnold came in when everything was good and she's sort of like <laughs> you have no idea what we went through um love Lulu to death I just like so Greg handles Lulu for the most part and I handle Arnold like that's how we split the responsibility in our house because together they are quite a lot to handle Lulu's very strong and heavy and she doesn't love other dogs that much so I get nervous going out and about with her whereas Arnold is small and easy for me to handle so the reason I always take photos of Arnold is because I'm the one handling him but Lulu is just as loved I mean she's my everything so please don't worry about that.
as someone with acne prone skin it's really hard to find a brand you can trust and that's where clear stem comes in for me i absolutely love using clear stem because i know the two founders danielle and kaylee have both had their own acne journey and are acne prone so i know that they're creating products i can trust clear stem is a revolutionary skincare brand that's both anti-aging and anti-acne with zero known hormone disruptors i love the fact that we can target wrinkles and acne at the same time as a 29 year old with acne that is my dream situation they have reviewed thousands of products over the years and created the perfect non-pore clogging ingredients or toxic chemicals and i also love the fact that at clear stem they're very aware of the inner situations that can be happening and causing acne so they do have testing available on their website as well which i love clear stem created the anti-aging and anti-acne free hormone disruptors category in skincare based on years of experience they combine anti-aging anti-acne and clean beauty Clearstem educated about real acne triggers that you will never have to hear about in a dermatologist's office and they help you identify the root cause my personal favorite products from clear stem are the gentle cleanser in the orange bottle i use it every single day and i love the pre-game mask it's perfect for that extra hydration when i've traveled or something like that it's perfect and i also love the hello sunshine sunscreen use it every single day so i highly recommend you guys check out the clear stem acne lab test it's a great way of seeing what's going on in your body and you guys know i'm a huge fan of testing you guys can visit clearstemskincare.com and use code pow for 15 percent off that's clearstem.com and use code pow p-o-w for 15 percent off i have spoken about this app so many times and that is the natural cycles app i recommend this app to so many women it is the first to introduce a birth control app, the first to receive FDA clearance as a birth control app, and the first birth control app to integrate with wearables. As you guys know, I am on my fertility journey. I would love to have a baby and I am using natural cycles almost every single day at the moment. I'm checking it to see where I'm at in terms of my ovulation. So I have my natural cycles synced up with my aura ring so I can actually see my temperature every single day and that is how natural cycles is tracking where i'm at on my cycle i think it is such a fantastic app whether you are trying to prevent pregnancy or plan pregnancy they can really tailor the experience for you and i love the fact that i don't need to be taking anything like birth control or whatever it may be i can simply use this app the natural cycles app is 93% effective with typical use and 98% effective with perfect use. I recommend it to so many different women. You guys can use code POW at naturalcycles.com to get 15% off an annual subscription plus a free thermometer or go to naturalcycles.app slash POW. This episode is sponsored by Natural Cycles. Natural Cycles is for 18 plus and does not protect against STIs. What is your favorite activewear brand? I go back and forth on this one. I love Alphalete leggings. I feel like they are so flattering on the legs. I love crop shop boutique bras. I dabble with aloe occasionally. Um, and Anandola is a new one. And they're from the UK, which I did not know. How's the acne going? Guys, the acne is acneing. <laughs> it's funny because I feel like I went a few months with like really clear skin and then whenever I travel 
or something comes up that throws me off my routine, like moving, it's tough to stay on such a regimented schedule. Like I think you guys know I was taking black cumin oil every day, warm water with lemon, sauna, castor oil packs. Like it's such an undertaking. And I'm noticing now around my like mouth area and chin, the acne is coming back. So I'm working on it and back on my mushroom coffee. When I see the acne come up, I just know it's time to like sort of get back on routine. But I've also found a really great facialist out here at Vixen Aesthetics in Austin. And she's been helping me with like chemical peels and getting me back on track with the right products. So I'm feeling okay about it, but it's definitely like, I'm wearing makeup right now, so you can't really see it, but it's coming back on my chin, which sucks. But I'm feeling in a better place mentally about it. I'm not spiraling as much as I would have. Did you get a new engagement ring? I did. So I don't know if I spoke about this already. Sorry if I'm repeating myself, but you guys are so clever. You notice everything. Um, I had a bunch of people DM me and say, oh, I love how you made your um, old engagement ring into a necklace and got a new one. So story is my engagement ring from Greg is Leslie, his mum's diamond, which is so, so special. I love the fact that I have this like family heirloom piece. Um, It's the circle diamond. I just never loved how the round diamond looked on my hand. I love the ring itself, but I just felt like it wasn't flattering on my hand and I wasn't wearing it that much. And the way I designed my engagement ring back when Greg proposed in, what was it, 2019, maybe earlier, I didn't know what I wanted in a ring. So I did this like platinum band with diamonds all around it. And it was just too much. Like it was too thick and it was uncomfortable when I wore it. So I never wore it. And I just wanted to get more use out of that diamond, like the family heirloom. So I put it on a necklace and I wear it every single day now and I love it. I think it looks so good as a necklace and I feel like I get to see it on myself every day. And then I did get myself a new engagement ring, obviously with Greg's like we did it together. Um, and also my friend Celeste helped me because she's the diamond queen. She knows everything about diamonds. I was not very educated on diamonds before like talking to her about it. And so she came with me to the appointments. Fee also came with me. And I felt like I got to have this moment of like picking out my own engagement ring. And it is an emerald cut diamond on a thin gold band. And it's very simple. And I feel like very my style. So I really, really love it. And I'm really happy about it. This is a good question. Will you be dairy free during your fertility journey? Will it impact baby development? So I was just thinking about that. The reason I avoid dairy is because it makes me break out. However, I know that dairy is really nutrient dense and can be important for a growing fetus. So I feel like I could explore incorporating some dairy here and there because I'm more concerned about the baby development than my skin, obviously. So it's something to think about. And I've definitely been playing around with it in my head. I get so excited about the idea of eating for the baby's development. I'm like such a geek about that kind of thing. I know that salmon roe is amazing for the baby's brain development during the third trimester. So I will be swallowing spoonfuls of salmon roe um, and incorporating like all the protein and healthy fats that I can. So I'm thinking about that. Yes. And I'll probably talk to my doctor, Emily, about it. 
Have you stopped eating organ meats? I kind of have. I dabbled with that for a little bit. I still eat a lot of meat, but Greg eats organs. Greg is eating heart and liver right now um, for his fertility. And I did liver for a little bit, but I felt like although I was getting energy from it, I talked to Emily about it and she was like, not everyone is going to get the same benefit from it. And I felt like it was almost triggering my acne because it has so much vitamin A. I don't know. Um, I think that it's great to get organs in. I just do so much else for my health that it's like one extra thing, but I'm not opposed to it, but I have not been doing it lately. Favorite acne safe makeup product. I love my RMS foundation. I use Kevin O'Quan concealer, which is also non-pore clogging. Everything I use is non-pore clogging. I have been linking my favorite acne safe products in the newsletter. I will put a link in the description box for the newsletter. We do monthly favorites. I, I include fashion, I include beauty. So make sure you subscribe to that because I really do put like exact products that I'm using. You sounded surprised that the protein queen, Dr. Gabrielle Lyon, was okay with Ozempic. What is your take on it? I was a little surprised at her response, but I've just kind of been like asking a lot of different people and soaking up information in order to form an opinion. And I don't, I wouldn't say I really have a full formed opinion, but I have heard so many different things. And I think if you're going to do Ozempic, which I'm not doing, but you need to do it the right way. And I see so many people start taking it and they just don't eat. They lose muscle. They're not weightlifting. But I know it's so, so helpful for people who have been overweight their whole lives or feel like they have struggled with blood sugar balance. So I feel like there's a time and a place for it for people who really have just struggled forever and ever. But you need to have a really good plan when you go on it and a way of coming off of it and sustaining the progress that you've made. So I'm torn. Um, I've heard mixed things, but the more I ask people, honestly, the more positive responses I hear. And I don't know if you guys listened to my last episode with Fee. You should if you haven't, but she mentioned that she's considering it. So because of that, I've really been asking around and trying to get more like, you know, not that I'm Fee's doctor, but I like to... <laughs> keep that in mind when I'm, you know, talking to her about it and make sure she's doing it in a safe way because I want her to be safe. Daily walking benefits and daily step goals. So I've really been into my walking since moving to Austin. There's so many walkable areas here. I've been trying to get 10,000 steps or more a day. And the way that I do that is by taking meetings, like taking my phone calls, taking therapy on walks or meeting up with a friend and walking. It makes the time fly by. And I also take the dogs on long walks, but you really kind of need to be intentional about like getting up and going out and doing a walk and just telling the people on the meeting, like, hey, I'm going to be walking on this meeting. Just like make it work. Greg is legit a walking monster. Like this man is walking all day. He had 26,000 steps yesterday. I can't keep up with him. But walking is really, really beneficial, especially after meals. It helps with digestion. I feel like it's one of those sustainable things for fitness that really helps you just like stay lean, stay healthy. My granny, who I think is 86 years old, she's super healthy. She still goes on hikes. Her hair is like down to her hips. She's amazing. And I'd say the one thing I've always noticed about her is that she's walked so much. She walks into town to get her groceries. She used to do like 10 mile hikes. Um, 
back in the day. So I feel like that's a big indication to me of like longevity and, and staying healthy. How did you like micro needling? So I feel like my texture has gotten better on my skin, but I broke out really badly from microneedling. And I feel like every time I microneedle, I break out and I'm almost like, is it worth the purge? You know, because then I have new scars and I go through weeks of more acne. So I'm not sure. I've heard such amazing things. Like I've heard it's one of the best things you can do for scarring and texture. And I'm sure I will see the benefits as the months go on, but I do break out so bad that I'm almost like, oh, is that really worth it? So I don't know. I'm still forming an opinion on that. I really like chemical peels. Those make me break out too, but less intensely. Um, And I feel like I see the benefits of those like right away. What do you and Greg argue about? (laughs) Okay, let me think. I'm like, what is the list? Just kidding. We don't fight that much. I would say, what do we fight about? The way that we communicate or handle problems is very different because we were raised in very different households. So like, I get annoyed at him when he's not like, careful with his tone or polite with me but the way that he communicates he's Italian he just like yells everything and I'm pretty sensitive and I was raised in a quiet British household so as you can imagine like that causes some weird overlap so I'd say that but those are very very simple like quick fix arguments and we've gotten way better at learning each other's love language and then we don't really fight about business we really like stay in our own lane and have discussions about it Fee, what's something me and Greg fight about? Yeah, he's like going a million miles per hour. Yeah, Greg goes a million miles per hour and I need to like reset and have like a calm environment and he sort of like gets in the way of that. So, oh, and he talks about work into the evening. That annoys me sometimes. Lives and breathes business. What sunscreen do you use face and body? So for my face, I use Hello Sunshine by Clear Stem body I can't remember what I use to be honest I don't put that on every day unless I'm like intentionally going in the sun I think I used super goop for a while but I think it had like weird ingredients in it I need to I need a new one so if you guys have any recs please let me know oh my gosh this is such a relevant question what do you do when you feel lonely i.e hubby is working or on a business trip I just found out Greg's leaving for Aspen for a day and I'm This is not a strong suit of mine. Um, I kind of panic when I'm alone. It's something that I've always struggled with. So I really, and it's silly, right? Because I just got back from the UK. I'm going to LA. I have all these crazy plans. I should just like be comfortable with being alone and really soak it in and be okay with the quiet. But to be honest with you guys, the way I handle it is I make plans. I go on walks. I get my nails done. I socialize. I plan to go horseback riding. I whatever. I fill my day with work. I do what I need to do to get through it. And I know that's not the healthiest answer ever, but it is something that I struggle with um, when Greg leaves. So and I'm kind of encountering that more and more now because Greg's traveling more for work. So I do need to sort of face this head on and get more comfortable being alone it's funny that you asked that in this moment when are the chickens coming oh my gosh fee can you put on my list actually please to get order a chicken coop because i'm ready that's what i'll do when i'm alone i will start my chicken coop so 
I need to do some research, guys. Like, I don't want to just like throw myself into this chicken coop journey without being fully ready. Like, I want these chickens to have the best life possible. I don't want to be a noob about it. So they're coming. I need to order my coop. If you have any coop wrecks, let me know. I want to start with like four hens, I want to say. I think I want to get pullets, aka chicken teenagers, so that they're almost ready to lay eggs. I know exactly where I'm going to put them. I visited the chicken store so I know the vibes. And that's where I'm at. I just want to do it, you know? And I do want chicks at some point, but that just feels like such an undertaking for me at this moment in my life. So you know what? Maybe I'll start my chicken journey like this weekend. Do you guys want content about that? Should I do a chicken um, series? Like, let me know. We could do reels. We could do updates. We'll name them all for sure. Like, I want them to have the funniest names. I was thinking of doing like different types of eggs, like poached omelette scrambled but also i was thinking it would be funny to do like bodybuilder names but chicken version let me know if you guys have ideas why do you never share about your mum and sister you don't talk about them much um a lot of my family prefers to not be on my social media to be honest with you guys like i don't have people in my family who are like love People in my family don't love to be on camera or be discussed on my social media, which I understand. Um, So I try to respect that privacy. Yeah, that's my answer for that. Do you prefer the slower life of Austin over LA? Yes, I really do. I feel like I used to crave the busyness of the city of New York, of LA. And I don't know why. I think maybe societal pressure made me feel like I needed to live somewhere that was busy and had tons going on. And Austin does have a lot going on. There's actually tons of things to do here, but it definitely is slower, especially in the neighborhood I live in. I'm loving it, guys. Like, I go on walks and I just hear birds and I say hi to the occasional mum pushing a stroller. And it's very chill. It's very quiet. If I want to, I drive five minutes and I'm in downtown Austin and I can see friends and walk around the lake and, you know, get coffee or whatever I might be doing. But I love it. I feel so at peace here. I really feel like I've kind of gone back to my roots in a way because in England, I grew up in a quite quiet sort of rural area you know, I go to the barn, the barn's really quiet and lovely and I get to hang out with the horse and I've got girls at the barn I like now. So I am much preferring the slower life. I feel like my actual life is very crazy with the travel and the work and bloom and podcast and everything that I really crave that slower vibe. So I am really enjoying it. Thanks for asking. Tell us about your new gorgeous ring. I am obsessed. Thanks girl. I talked about it before. Just wanted to say how genuine you are in real life. Fee too, hot. Cute. That must be someone from the event. When you planned your wedding, how did you deal with the pressure and opinions? So the way I dealt with the pressure and opinions is that I just did it exactly like, I just kept it really small. I was never a wedding girl, so I was not very particular with details. I had a total of 15 people at my wedding. I had it on a beach in Cabo. There was definitely some pressure and some stress involved, but I didn't have a bridal party. I did not have a bachelorette. I made it very simple and chill and it ended up being the best day of my life, a full family vacation. This moment where I was like, these are all my favorite people in one place and I could never recreate that again. So I loved it and definitely was some pressure, but 
I didn't ask people for opinions really. And I didn't tell people anything about it until it was like I was inviting them and that kind of thing. So, but I do understand the pressure and the stress of the wedding. I ended up like flying everyone into Cabo and putting everyone up in the hotel. And it was a lot, but it is so worth it the day of to have this special moment and special memory. I really want to do a vow vow renewal because now I would do it probably at a ranch. <laughs> I feel like I could do it again. So yeah, um, good luck and congratulations. What are your riding goals? I'm also an equestrian and want to know more about how riding is going. Uh, riding is going amazing. I love my new barn in Austin. I feel so much more connected with Bo. I don't know if I ever told you guys this, but in California, the barn I was at, they groomed your horse and tacked him up and you pretty much just got on him and then got off. And I always had this desire to take care of Bo. Like I would ask them if I could groom him and do all the things because that's really like, the whole magic of owning a horse. Um, it was a competitive show barn. And I didn't know that at the time. I was a little bit naive to that fact. And they were on a very tight schedule. So they didn't want people grooming their own horses, which is so so crazy to think about. But I felt like I really missed out on that time with Bo. And I wanted that so badly. And I finally have the full freedom to groom him, tack him up, bathe him, really have full ownership over him. And I'm just loving it. I was at the barn two days ago for like six hours just riding and taking care of him. And I've learned to fully tack him up on my own now and put his saddle on and his polo wraps. And we did a full shower and I hand grazed him afterwards. And it's just lovely. And he has his own field turnout now and he just seems so happy. So my goal is to just keep getting better. I'd love to do another show. I'd love to do more Western riding. Um, you know, I've been saying if I do get another horse, I'd love for it to be a Western horse and to kind of go on that journey. But it truly is my favorite thing that I do. Like it makes me so happy. My goal one day is to probably have my own barn. Um, I would absolutely love that because I could see myself as an old woman just taking care of my horses. Like that is the goal. Oh, I have a lot of questions about what clothes I'm wearing. I will link all of these outfits in the newsletter. The white jeans are in the next newsletter. Um, make sure you subscribe to the newsletter because that is where I link everything. People are so nice. They're leaving such lovely messages. Would you ever consider having Greg back on as a guest to do a deeper business dive? Maybe. Why don't you guys let me know? Do you want Greg on again? Because I do feel like I've noticed you guys seem to prefer the health and fitness tips rather than the business advice. And Greg is so business oriented. I just know he'd come on here and talk about business, but we can bring him back on. It's been a minute. Um, so let me know. After your Simon Hill podcast, did you change anything about how much red meat you eat? That's a tough one because the Simon Hill episode was very eye-opening. I highly recommend you go listen. I have continued doing things the way I feel my best. I don't feel my best when I eat plant-forward eating. That's just the truth. So I am continuing to do things the way I do them. I have been incorporating more sweet potato, more fruit, um, a little bit more carbs because I feel like especially on my fertility journey, I need to be having more carbs. I still really appreciated that conversation and I felt like it was good to have that perspective. But at the end of the day, we're all so individual and I know what makes me feel my best. So 
I hope that answered your question. How is your dump truck error going? You go girl. It's going great. I feel amazing. I did a great leg workout today. My butt is so sore. I just love like the heavy lifting stuff, you know, and I, um, I really want to grow my butt. So I'm on a journey. I'll keep you guys updated. I've definitely been lifting legs more like I was doing about once a week. And now I'm doing it like three times a week if I can. Would you ever consider buying a house in Texas with a barn on your property for Bo? That would be my absolute dream. I would have to live quite far outside Austin, which I'm not ready for right now. Um, And I also love our house, but I could see myself if I ever could buying another property with a barn because that would just be my absolute dream. Someone asked us, this is such a funny niche question. Someone asked us how we paid rent for our house in Colorado and if Greg's parents helped us. Guys, our parents on both sides have never ever helped us with money ever. When we moved to Colorado, we'd already had Mari Fitness going for probably eight months at that point. And the way that we made money was by selling workout PDF guides and resistance bands. So no, we did not move out of my dad's house until I was financially independent. So we have always paid for rent ourselves. I hope that answers the question. Did you see results from RV Clear? I would say no. I have to say, I know some people have benefited from it. I felt like it was the most painful procedure I've ever been through, like screaming, gripping the table bad. And I didn't see that many results. So I'm not sure how I feel about that um, procedure. Fee was with me and it was awful. I had to take pain medication. So I don't know if I'd recommend it. Not a question, but I'm so happy you're a Texas girl now. You fit right in. Thank you. It feels really, really good. Coming home from the UK to Austin was the best feeling, I have to say. Okay, guys, I think I'll stop there. Thank you so much for all of the questions. I love you guys so much. And don't forget to subscribe, follow, go check us out on YouTube. We're posting every single episode, the full video. If you're watching on YouTube, hey, make sure you subscribe. Love you guys so much and I'll see you next time. Bye. Thanks for joining us on the Pursuit of Wellness podcast. To support this show, please rate and review and share with your loved ones. If you want to be reminded of new episodes, click the subscribe button on your preferred podcast or video player. You can sign up for my newsletter to receive my favorites at marilewellen.com. It will be linked in the show notes. This is a Wellness Out Loud production produced by Drake Peterson, Fiona Attics, and Kelly Kyle. This show is edited by Mike Fry and our video is recorded by Luis Vargas. You can also watch the full video of each episode on our YouTube channel at Mari Fitness. Love you, pal girls and pal boys. See you next time. The content of this show is for educational and informational purposes only. It is not a substitute for individual medical and mental health advice and does not constitute a provider-patient relationship. As always, talk to your doctor or health team.